Hey, Moving Forward listeners, I'd like to take a quick minute to tell you about my new books. If you've been following the podcast, you'll know that I helped bring my dad's business into the 21st century with Poshmark. I've documented everything we've done so you can start a business right from your closet or expand an existing business with an effective e-commerce solution, even if you don't have a large marketing budget or social media following. The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses is now available in paperback and for Kindle. You can also find the Poshmark Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses with worksheets to help you manage your inventory and negotiate effectively and confidently on the platform. Both titles are available on Amazon, where you can find quick access links at bemovingforward.com or in my link tree, which is in the show notes for today's episode. Start learning and moving forward today. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 308. And today I'm going to shift gears a little bit and uh, I'm going to go a little bit larger. I'm going to go a little more macro level. Uh, For the most part, if you follow the podcast, you know, this year I've been focusing on uh, just kind of smaller issues, things that I'm dealing with, things that I'm working on. But this also relates to that, but I'm going to be talking about it more from the 10,000 foot views. And I want to talk a little bit today about the state of retail. And uh, for those of you who follow the podcast, you know that I've talked about this in in the sense of working with my dad and uh, he has a retail business and I've been working with him part-time for the last couple of years, more so this year, especially during the pandemic. But ever since dating back to 2015, 2016, I've been helping him take his business online. And just to kind of uh, set the background, so my dad has been in the retail business industry for a long time, specializing in clothes. And, uh, you know, business had been doing well, but really it was 2015-16 that his business and many, many small retailers, I think, started feeling the effects of uh, Amazon and online retailers like Amazon that have been uh, moving into so many different areas of our life. And uh, as I like to say, or as I've been saying, in 2018 and 19 which is uh, when we really focused in on building out the online extension of his business. It was a matter of being competitive and staying relevant and competitive. In 2020, with the state of retail where it is, and you have big retailers, if you follow any of the retail headlines, or just hop onto Google and type in retail in the news and just look up news articles, you're going to be, you'll see specifically in the area of clothing, a lot of name brands, big retailers are going out of business and many of them are filing for bankruptcy. This was uh, almost weekly. You're seeing name, big names like uh, JCPenney, uh, Brooks, Brooks Brothers, uh, you know, Retailers that have been around for a long time. I mean, Brooks Brothers was one that really, really took me by surprise because they've been around, I believe, since the 1800s. And I, I just remember them being a staple. And now Men's Warehouse and Joseph A. Bank, I think they merged as one company. These are big name retailers that many of you are probably familiar with. You may have shopped at a lot of these. And retail's been decimated. I think even before the pandemic, uh, brick and mortar retail has experienced a downturn with so many people shopping online. But during this year in particular, with a combination of things, first the pandemic, but also because so many people are working at home, the way we dress 
has drastically changed. All of those forces of are, are combined have really, really had an impact on the way people shop as well as what they're shopping for. We also are you know, finding ourselves in a much more constricted economy. Uh, And so, uh, you know, with spending going down, I think you're seeing a lot of consumer habits that are focusing on the bare essentials. So why, why do I bring this up? For a small business, and this is something that I think is really Uh, something that's not talked about as much. Most of the headlines with retail focus on the big names. So you're hearing a lot about these famous big name brand stores, many of whom have uh, locations all over the country, if not different parts of the world. And that always makes big news, the ones that are filing for bankruptcy. What you don't hear about are smaller local boutiques, mom and pop stores. A lot of them don't even make the statistics because uh, many of them don't file for bankruptcy. They simply close their doors. And that's just a function of the way small businesses work. You know, bankruptcy has specific financial and legal protections that come with it. But for many small businesses, if they can't survive, they will simply close their doors. And a lot of times they won't even be counted in those statistics. And I think it was on NPR a couple of weeks ago that I was listening to a story about this, how the pandemic in different states and all the different restrictions, how that has impacted so many of these small businesses. I mean, you hear about it in the restaurant industry, but it has also had a huge impact on retail. And I think clothing in particular has been very, very hard hit especially uh, clothing shops that specialize in a certain type of apparel that may not be as necessary now. And with my dad's uh, retail business that focuses a lot on event clothing, such as uh, weddings and proms, uh, I mean, you probably already know a lot of those events have either been canceled, postponed, pushed back. And so that has really, really caused, uh, you know, a lot of um, challenges. Uh, but also, if you've been following the podcast, you know that one of the projects that I've been working on, and I talked about this extensively last year in a in a whole mini series for uh, on this, was taking his business onto Poshmark. And if you're not familiar with Poshmark, uh, you can check it out uh, and just search for it on Google uh, or listen to the Poshmark mini series where I kind of break down the steps of starting a business online. And that miniseries I'll have linked in the write-up. But uh, why I bring this up is that I think we're at a point now where if you're a small business, having an online presence is no longer just a luxury or an option. It is really a necessity now. And with so many mom-and-pop brick-and-mortar stores that that are not adapting, they're just simply not able to survive, this is what you're seeing. I think this is the future. And I talk a lot more about this in the Poshmark miniseries. But this is something that we've really embraced. We started in 2018 and we grew our online presence significantly, expanding our reach nationwide, not you know just beyond his zip code, beyond my dad's neighborhood or even his uh, state to customers all over the country. And in fact, having a Poshmark business during the spring months when Maryland basically closed or ordered a lot of non-essential businesses closed, having an online business was one of the only ways that we were able to keep going to continue to generate sales and revenue. 
And even with the state restrictions being lifted, and now we're we're in a state or stage where uh, a lot of businesses are open, the effects are going to be long term. We're going to be feeling these effects for a long time, and reduced foot traffic. Still, many people understandably don't want to venture out if not necessary, and changing habits. You know, people are now doing more things at home. They're working at home, which means the way that they dress is different. They're ordering at home. If they weren't before, they're doing a lot more of that now. And I think we're seeing a big change. And clearly, we're seeing this in a lot of uh, places that are starting to open. I think you're going to see some some permanent changes from this. This is something that a topic that I've obviously come to learn a lot more about. I keep up to date on retail news and it's interesting, and I think the way it impacts you moving forward, listeners, is that, I mean, you're for many of you, you're a consumer. And think about the way you shop. Think about what you wear. If you're working from home, what you're wearing now is probably very different than what you wear to the office. I mean, you're probably dressing a lot more casually. And in fact, I've had several conversations about this. What does the, the future of work attire look like if many of us are working from home and for many companies, this is a long-term or even permanent change that a lot of people are seeing. So it's for me, it's it's interesting to see that shift, but also in terms of helping my dad, just kind of keeping up to date on what are the trends, where are things going. Anyway, so this was just me sharing some thoughts on that. Uh, if you have any particular thoughts on how your shopping habits have changed, how your attire habits have changed... And if you are uh, in retail or if you run a brick-and-mortar store, what are some of the ways that you're coping with this this kind of new normal? I'd love to hear about it. The writer for today's episode is at bemovingforward.com. All right, have a great week. I'll be back next week.